tall ones. Stop worrying, Ma. Just drop me off and go and do your work. You can come back in an hour to pick me up. Dr. J and I will be fine. His mother thought, when it comes to these checkups, he's a cool one. She was grateful he'd taken the injury so calmly and handled all the stress around it so deftly. But she knew he'd escaped losing his eyesight by the merest width of a hair. And she wanted to hear from the doctor himself at every visit that things were getting better. But that day, she had a million things to get done. So she let herself be persuaded. Behave yourself, she warned him. I'll be back in an hour and I'll meet the doctor then. Tell him that so he doesn't think you're an orphan child and nobody cares for you. Ma, enough drama. See you later. As he got out of the car at the clinic, he added innocently, And I'll try to behave. She wagged her finger at him, but he cheekily sauntered off into the building. These last few months he'd been visiting so regularly that he was familiar with the clinic routine. He waved a hello to the receptionist, calling out his appointment time, and nodded to the tech guys as he strode off to the nurse. After she'd completed her preliminary checks with him and murmured approvingly at his progress, she put in the drops and sent him out to wait till the doc summoned him. This was the boring part. He couldn't read or play a game on his phone as his vision was blurry. He had to just sit and do nothing. Just then, another kid came in. A podgy girl in pink jeans and a too tight t-shirt wearing thick glasses. She had that intense, earnest, gullible look that he instantly recognized. He offered a hesitant smile and she fell for the trap and chose a seat next to him. Hi, he said softly. I'm Neil. I'm Sunita, she replied, also whispering, though there was no one else in the waiting room. Soon they were past the preliminaries of school and class and no common friends and reached the inevitable question, What are you here for? First asked by Neil. She was in for a routine checkup. Dr. J had helped her a lot because her powers had fluctuated so wildly at first and he always had such nice rhymes. She really liked him. What about Neil? Oh, I'm much better now he said casually. That's good, Sunita said. But uh, better from what? He looked around cautiously and then whispered to her behind his hand. My mother threw a knife at me. I almost lost my left eye, but Dr. J has been working on it and my vision is almost fully restored. Sunita looked at him with huge, innocent eyes, almost bursting through those thick lens, her hand covering her mouth. How could a mother do something like that to her own son? She had absolutely no words. 
Neil continued in a reassuring tone, talking very softly, so she had to struggle to hear. Don't worry, I'm much better now. She gets angry sometimes and throws things about. I've had to go to the hospital for stitches a few times, but I don't mind. I'm used to it now. He showed her a variety of old scars on his arms and legs and one on his chin where you could clearly see the dots from the stitches. Only this time, when I thought I was losing my eyesight, it was a bit scary. He looked beaten and sad and Sunita was anguished for him. But that's child abuse and it's not permitted, she agitated. There must be someone who can help you. Your dad, school teachers. What about Dr. J? Oh, I never tell any of them, replied Neil hurriedly. They'd take her away to prison and put me in a home. And that would be much worse than this. So I just bear it. It's not too bad, really. Stitches are okay. I'm used to them. They don't hurt so much now. Only a bit. But this time, when I couldn't see, I was scared. I feel so bad for you, Neil. This is very wrong, Sunita wailed, overcome with distress, her lip actually quivering. I'm going to ask my mother. Surely someone can help you. How can she do that to you? Where's your dad? Does she throw things at him too? He needs to protect you. I don't have a dad now, Neil muttered sadly, with his eyes on his lap. That was another whopper, though it was true that his dad was a shippy and spent six months at a time at sea, which is where he was right then. Sunita's big eyes were filled with tears. There has to be someone in school, the principal, a counsellor. We have one in our school, even if you don't have in yours. I'll give you our counsellor's phone number. She'll help you. You should not have to suffer this. It's not fair. Even children have rights. Dr. J could help you. He's been so kind to me. I'll tell him the truth. Please, let me tell him for you, Neil. Just then, Dr. J poked his head into the waiting room and said breezily, How are you, Neil, my lad? Come in and let me take a look at you. I'm doing well, Doc, Neil replied, putting his finger to his lips behind Doc's retreating back as Sunita gasped in disbelief. Not a word, he warned her. He hopped into the chair and went through Doc's thorough exam, reading red and green letters in big and small sizes. He could have reeled off that chart with his eyes shut, but he didn't let Doc know that. He never played games in the patient chair. That would have been foolish. As they were nearing the end, his mum came in and she and the doc discussed Neil's progress. Neil hopped off the chair and gave the doc his customary high five. As they were leaving, his mum warned doc, You've got one very angry young girl waiting outside. She looked daggers at me when I came in. She's very upset about something. Sunita? asked Doc, surprised. She's a nice kid. Let me see what's troubling her today. See you both next month, as he ushered them out the door. Come, Sunita, he called, and she jumped up and ran to his room. Neil gave her a small wave as they passed and put his finger on his lips. But she pursed her lips and shook her head, looking fierce 
and determined. Neil bustled his mum quickly through the exit as he heard her hissing softly at Doc. Do you know his mother threw a knife at him? Neil knew it would take the Doc a few minutes to figure out what Sunita was saying and then to explain that he'd actually hurt his eye playing football and there was no history of family violence and Sunita was not to worry and then to calm her down. But by then... He and his mum would be safely in the lift. This was actually a good thing, he convinced himself, because now he didn't have to go back and sort it out with her. Though he knew it would come out and there was retribution waiting for him at the end. Might as well make the most of the situation before the inevitable arrived. That kid was a strange one, he told his mum in the car. She claimed she was mauled by a tiger. She survived the attack, but the animal had to be tracked and hunted down since it was now a man-eater with a taste for human flesh. What a ridiculous story. Who would accept something so outrageous? I didn't believe a word of it. I think that's why she was so angry. His mum smacked him sharply on his knee. Neil, I'm sure that's just another of your tall ones. <laughs>